This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'adihi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihi allahu falamudillahu wa man yudhilhu falahadiyalah. وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله إمام المتقين ورسول رب العالمين الذي بعث إلى الأحمر والأسود والذي تركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك صلى الله وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن سلك طريقهم وسار على نهجهم ودعا بدعوتهم إلى يوم الدين أما بعد فاتقوا الله عباد الله واتقوا يوما ترجعون فيه إلى الله ثم توفى كل نفس ما كسبت وهم لا يظلمون My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and praise him upon all conditions and we seek his protection from the condition of those who shall be cast into hellfire and at the same time we ask him to grant us consciousness of his the term used in the Arabic language is taqwa and we are all aware that this term is repeated in the Quran in many places as well as the sayings of the Prophet Muhammad may peace be upon him it is important that we know the meaning of this term some people translate it as the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and some people have translated it as the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you take a look at what Ibn Hajar al-Atqalani rahmatullahi alayhi has said in Fatih al-Bari, he says that taqwa is to create a barrier between yourself and the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by obeying all his commands and abstaining from all the prohibitions. This is one of the most beautiful explanations of the term taqwa because indeed it governs every single aspect of our lives. Some people think that taqwa is only connected to fulfilling acts of worship. And some think that taqwa is only connected to abstaining from prohibitions. But taqwa is the marriage of the two, where we will abstain from prohibitions as well as engage in that which, will, which is the obedience of the Almighty. It is also of extreme importance that we realize that a person who has taqwa is the one who will be granted safety from hellfire and entry into paradise. And this is why the Prophet peace be upon him was asked by his companions may the pleasure of Allah be upon all of them and may it be upon us as well. Amen. He was asked what are the qualities of the people of paradise? What is it that will have taken the people of paradise into paradise? What would they have done in order for them to have earned paradise? And he replied the consciousness of them of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and good character and conduct. So these are the two main aspects of our lives that will result in our entry into paradise by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should try our best to engage in every deed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed us to engage in. And therefore, when it comes to salah early in the morning to get up, it would require consciousness of your maker. The fact that he is watchful, 
the fact that he has absolute control over us, the fact that he is able to punish us, the fact that he is able to reward us, the fact that he is the one who controls the sustenance we have, or the sustenance we shall be getting, the fact that he controls our health, our life, our death, and every single aspect, because many people sometimes engage in clandestine dealings because they want to earn an extra dollar or two, an extra rial or two. If that is within the displeasure of the maker, then that person is void of taqwa in that particular aspect. They have lost the consciousness of their maker. And remember one thing, we will never be able to earn profitable sustenance through the displeasure of the owner of sustenance who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is better for us to have one dollar less, but we have a life full of blessing, than to have ten dollars more, but a life full of difficulty and the displeasure of our own maker. It is also better for us to lead a life where we do not follow our whims and fancies in the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because the pleasure of this world that may last a few moments, if it is within the displeasure of the maker, we will never be able to be pleased in the long term or in the short term. And this is why those who have committed sin, those who commit adultery, those who commit so many different sins, those who engage in gambling, those who drink alcohol, those on drugs and so on, if you ask them, what did you achieve by this? they will ultimately tell you absolutely nothing besides loss. Because the Almighty has kept His plan. And the plan is, if you want to achieve success, you need to be from amongst those who are conscious of His or Her Maker. وَلَسْتُ أَرَدْ سَعَادَةَ جَمْعَ مَالٍ وَلَكِنَّ التَّقِيَّ هُوَ التَّعِيدُ The poet says, I don't see happiness through the gathering of lots of wealth. But indeed, the one who is conscious of his maker shall be the one who achieves ultimate pleasure. So remember, never seek the pleasure. Never seek your own pleasure through the displeasure of the maker, because he controls every aspect of your life. And we ask the Almighty to make us from those who earn the benefits, who earn the benefits and the fruits of being conscious of the maker. Remember, sometimes it is quite difficult for us to drop whatever we are doing and to come for salah, to come towards success and prayer. It is quite difficult at times for us to drop whatever we are doing and open the Qur'an and read its words and understand them and put them into practice and convey them to others. Sometimes because we are drowning in materialism that happens to stare at us and glare at us from every angle, we walk the, the right, the left, the front, the back. We look up, we see technology and we see modernization and at the same time we see materialism and man very sadly loves that which he sees in front of his eyes, forgetting that which is to come after he closes those eyes. So it's important for us, as much as we would like to live a decent lifestyle, let's not become greedy because through greed we become those who have displeased Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the one who displeases his maker will be void of consciousness of his maker. And if you open the pages of the Qur'an, you will find so many verses where the Almighty has made mention of the people of paradise. And he makes mention of what he has prepared for them. 
And ultimately he makes mention that they are the ones who are al-muttaqoon, the ones who are conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we are seated here, this beautiful gathering in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is important that we realize that Jumu'ah is not the only prayer that is incumbent upon the Muslims. But we have five prayers a day, and just as we give importance to this particular gathering on a weekly basis, it's very important that we give importance to the other prayers as well. Why is it that we find ourselves lacking and slacking when it comes to the other prayers, whereas when it comes to a Friday, we ensure that we are there on time. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who are conscious of every single prayer and not just one a week. Sometimes we become so weak that we arrive late. We arrive so late that we are in a rush for the one lecture that we would hear on a weekly basis. Over and above that we come late. We get up very late. And what happens? As soon as the salah is over, we are rushing out to food as though we've never seen it again or we've never seen it before. It happens sometimes. And this is shaitan who tries to overtake us. And those who have understood the plan and plot of shaitan, they are the ones who will be able to be conscious of their maker. Being conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala requires knowledge. Because without knowledge we won't know how the devil comes to us and how he tries to entrap us. So this is why I call upon yourselves and myself to do more to learn beneficial knowledge to do more to attend those lessons that are being taught at the various venues. Especially the fact that we are here in a country where, mashallah, there are so many ulama, there are so many people whom we can benefit from. Why is it that we find ourselves giving so much importance to worldly items, whereas we don't equalize it at least, equalize it at least with that which will be beneficial for the hereafter. And when I say this, what I mean is, no matter what we've earned in terms of this worldly life, if we do not balance it with the preparation for the life after death, how can we call ourselves believers in the last day? And how can we call ourselves believers in the day of judgment and believers in the resurrection? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a lesson. So every single one of us needs to ask himself or herself, what is it that I am going to do from this day on to draw closer to my own maker? For indeed it is only through knowledge that we will be able to draw closer to our maker. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has praised those who seek knowledge and those who have knowledge in the Quran. And they have been praised as well in the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the sayings and traditions of the Prophet Muhammad may peace be upon him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ هَلْ الَّذِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Say, ask them a question. Are they equal, those who know and those who don't know? Nay, indeed, they are not equal. So let us become from amongst those who know and protect ourselves from ignorance. A person who is ignorant will never realize and understand the plan of his maker and the fact that this life is very temporary. People more stronger than us and people much more wealthy than us have passed already. Their wealth did not help them. Their health did not help them. Their good looks did not help them. They had to die ultimately. So a loser is the one who only prepares for the few years that he is going to live without preparing for that which is to come forever and ever. And this is why today speaking on the topic of taqwa and expanding on it, 
It is important that we highlight the fact that every aspect of our lives is governed by taqwa or should be governed by taqwa. When we are walking on the street, the way our eyes gaze towards the right and the left should be governed by the consciousness of our Maker. If I am conscious of the fact that my Maker is watchful and I am answerable to my own Maker, nothing can go wrong or if anything does immediately I will repent to him knowing that he is the one who accepts repentance غَافِرِ الذَّنْبِ وَقَابِلِ التَّوْبِ شَدِيدِ الْعِقَابِ لِلْقَوْلِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ إِلَيْهِ الْمَصِيرِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Ghafir He is the one who forgives the sins He is the one who accepts repentance but at the same time He is the one whose punishment is so severe Look at how beautiful the Qur'an is. On one hand it gives us hope, and on the other hand it gives us a warning. Wherever you have warnings in the Qur'an, immediately they are coupled with the good news and hope, the news of istighfar and seeking forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and how He always accepts those who turn to Him. And whenever there is good news of paradise, there is always a warning that hellfire is not very far off. So the winner is the one who can earn ultimately paradise and protect, be protected from hellfire. And this is why the Almighty, speaking about success, He says, فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَازَ وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَاعُ الْغُرُورِ Indeed, the one who has saved himself from hellfire, or who has been ultimately saved from hellfire, and has been granted entry into paradise, is the truly successful one. Do you want to know what is success? Success does not lie in driving the latest of motor vehicles, unless it is within the pleasure of Allah. Success does not lie in owning the greatest of villas, unless it is within the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But ultimate success is when we are given that abode in paradise, and we are told we are protected from hellfire. And this is why we are taught that on that day the people will be given their books. Those who have done good will be given their books on the right hand. And those who have done otherwise have none to blame but themselves. And they shall be given their books on the left. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make us from those who fail on that day. The temporary failures in this world sometimes lead us to do that which is in the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to achieve success. And this is why we have so many people, the minute they are affected or inflicted with any negativity, they run to people who claim to know the unseen, whereas none knows the unseen but Allah. They run to those who claim to have solutions, whereas none have the solutions besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They run to those who engage in superstitious activity. Remember, superstition is very far from the religion of Islam. Islam is a very simple religion, straightforward, where the greatest link and the most powerful link you could ever develop is the link with your own maker. If you have strengthened that rope, there is no rope that you need besides that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to strengthen the link with Him. The less we link up with our own maker, the more we will link up with everything besides the maker. And for this reason, it's important for us to realize that whenever something has befallen us in terms of negativity, whether it is ill health, whether it is the death of a family member or a child, whether it is loss, we should never ever resort to anything superstitious. We should not go to people who promise us things. 
in exchange for a little amount of money and some might even do that for free. Remember something, we cannot sell our faith in our maker for a short tuppence that will not get us anywhere. For a little bit of pleasure that might last a few moments, we don't want to sell our link with our maker. وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ Remember, the Almighty says, Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance, all of you believers in order for you to achieve success. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضله فلا هادي له I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger, the final prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I ask the Almighty to grant us benefit from the knowledge that he has given us to benefit us from that which he has granted us to make us from those who go out to seek beneficial knowledge and at least to grant us the title of students of knowledge for indeed that is a very, very virtuous title if it is granted by the maker himself. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept us to be from amongst those whose main aim in life is to please Him and may He be from amongst those who is pleased with us at the same time. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, it is important that we are conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every khutbah or sermon that we hear, usually we will find the Imam commenting with the warning or the encouragement, Ittaqullah, be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We normally take this for granted and sometimes we just hear it and we have the idea of what it means but we sometimes forget to put it into practice in our own lives. And this is why it's important for us to think for a moment and to pause. Every single time we hear that reminder, what does it mean? What have I done before I came to the masjid today? And what am I planning to do as soon as I leave? Am I planning to engage in that which will displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do I use my phone in a way that will displease my maker? Am I in touch with those whom I am not supposed to be in touch with? Am I engaged in a relationship with the opposite sex in a way that I am not supposed to be? If that's the case, the only way to achieve the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is by becoming conscious of Him and putting an end to everything of that nature that will displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember the warnings and the reminders that have got to our ears were never meant to miss our ears. So I will be asked and so will you. We will be asked about the reminders. I will be asked of the reminder and whether I put it into practice or not and whether it was delivered or not. And yourselves, you will also be asked about the reminder, did you hear it or not and what did you do about it. So this is why we believe in the purest reminders which come from the Quran and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for indeed besides that we don't need anything. The reminders we have from our own maker are more than enough for us. The problem with us is sometimes we tend to become oblivious of it because of our day-to-day -day dealings and because of the beautification of this world. We are not at all encouraging people to divorce themselves from this world. For indeed, part of the consciousness of the Almighty is to do dealings that are upright and to look after your family and to look after your needs. That is also part of the consciousness of your Maker. But remember, in the process, we don't want to achieve the displeasure of our Maker. And this is why we have uttered and we will continue repeating the fact that it's very important never ever to try and achieve something for our benefit whilst it is in the displeasure of our own maker. The Almighty says in the Quran in Surah Al-Naba, 
ان للمتقين مفازا حدائق واعنابا وكواعب اترابا وكاسا دهاقا i invite you to open the pages of the quran whether it is later on today or at some point and go through the passages of surah an-naba and see how allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has issued a warning and at the same time good news a warning for those who displease him those who don't turn to him those who continue in the displeasure of the maker and good news for those who are conscious of him for indeed for us the true enjoyment is in the akhirah in the life after death and this is why the almighty says for the muttaqun for those who are conscious of allah we have prepared paradise and he describes a bit of it in that surah and he describes much more of it in many other surahs of the quran as well as in the sunnah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam on many occasions the prophet muhammad may peace be upon him has also warned us to be conscious of our maker and he says that indeed you will be meeting your maker and each one of you shall be communicating and talking to your maker answerable to your own maker no barrier between you and him in terms of speech you will be talking to him and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has confirmed this in the quran as well and this is why the moment we know that allah is closer to us than we are to ourselves as he says wa nahnu aqrabu ilayhi min hablil warid that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says we are closer to man than he is or we are closer to man than his own jugular vein which means than he is to himself Imagine someone telling you Allah is closer to you than you are to yourself. He can take you away at any time and he can do whatever he wants. May we be from amongst those who prepare for the day we are meeting our maker. If we'd like to achieve the consciousness of Allah, it is important as per the instruction of the messenger may peace be upon him. He says, increase the remembrance of that which destroys all lust and desires that are unlawful. And what is that? Death. The moment you think of death and you think that you are going to die which is very normal it is normal on a daily basis to think that this is going to be my last day to the degree that the prophet peace be upon him says when you are fulfilling your daily prayer you should fulfill it in a way as though this is going to be the last opportunity for you to engage in prayer every prayer should be like that this would mean that on a daily basis at any moment i should be conscious of death and if i am conscious of death it will help me to be conscious of my own maker and this is why one of the main points of taqwa is to continue remembering where you are heading and where the others have already gone and where we will ultimately be may the almighty be pleased with us umar ibn al-khattab radiyallahu anhu used to make mention of a statement hasibu anfusakum qabla an tuhasabu wa zinuha qabla an tuzanu you should take account of your deeds before they are taken account of and you should weigh them before they will be weighed and this is referring to the life after death or referring to the day of judgment and this is part of consciousness of allah weigh your deeds before they will be weighed take account of your deeds before they will be taken account of in this world we have our own businesses where we take very good stock of what is happening why don't we take stock of our own deeds and the beauty of it where you have gone wrong my beloved brothers and sisters it is so beautiful the almighty says just turn to me and i will delete whatever you have done in the past i will delete whatever you have done in the past don't lose hope in my mercy oh my worshipers the almighty says don't lose hope in my mercy allahu akbar he is the one who is most forgiving most merciful 
So let us turn a new leaf today and let us remember these reminders that come. They are the words of the Almighty, the words of the Messenger. It's important we take heed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all benefit in the dunya and the akhirah. And may He make us from those who have excelled in the dunya and the akhirah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the best of this world and the next. May He make us from those who are conscious. Ya Allah, we ask You to benefit us all. اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم آمنا في أوطاننا وأصلح أئمتنا وولاة أمورنا واجعل ولايتنا في من خافك واتقاك واتبع رضاك يا رب العالمين We ask you to protect us in our lands We ask you to protect our suffering brothers and sisters across the globe We ask you to help us all to grant us peace and stability, security We ask you to grant us every form of goodness to protect us and our offspring We ask you to grant us goodness in our homes, goodness in our businesses, goodness in our health We ask you to grant us every form of goodness and we ask you to make us from those who are successful in this world and the next. And we ask you to grant us paradise ultimately when you take us away. We ask you to benefit us in every single way. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qina azab al-nar. Allahumma shfi mardana wa marda al-muslimin. وارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين وارحمنا إذا صرنا إلى ما صاروا إليه ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وأنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم وادعوه يستجب لكم وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد والحمد لله رب العالمين